Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Agenda Series. Join you every weekday morning at 10am UK time. Different surroundings this morning. Uh, I'm in the office. Apologies if there's any kind of audio uh, issues. Otherwise, I'm hoping that you can hear me soundly and clearly. Charlie can, but Charlie lies. So I'm not sure whether or not in the proof. Well, <laughs> how are you doing, Charlie? You good, Joel? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. I don't like being called a liar, though. That's one thing. <laughs> But yeah, not, I'm only joking. Right. <laughs> I'm only joking. Good morning to those joining us in the chat box. I hope you're doing good and well. Thank you so much, as always, for joining us. Um, obviously, with the transfer window now open today, as of today, the transfer window does indeed uh, open, and Arsenal are able to register any players that they uh, would have looked to have signed. Uh, that said, a lot of work has gone on behind the scenes prior to the opening of the window. It's very much appreciated that Arsenal have been doing their business early and uh, it seems as though one deal in particular, Declan Rice, is getting closer uh, very much. So I know that you're probably sick and tired of hearing the words Declan Rice to Arsenal is, is getting closer and the club are confident and you know personal terms aren't an issue and all of this stuff. Bayern Munich, yesterday you saw reports coming out of Germany uh, suggesting that a board meeting had taken place in which they had decided not to move for Rice because he was just so intent on staying in London in particular. Uh, and it seems that Arsenal are very much closing in. Uh, how are you feeling confidence-wise regarding the Rice deal? Well, now that Bayern have kind of withdrawn from the Declan Rice race it's kind of it's made me a lot more confident I'd say and now with the transfer window opening and what we're going to be talking about with Declan Rice and it the fact that we're closing in on a fee we seem to kind of negotiations seem to continue they seem to continue to improve they seem to be more positive we always know with Arsenal, and I've said it a few times already, that we don't go straight away for what is asking, what uh, the club is asking for. So we, so I was expecting around the ninety-two million pound mark, which is what we first were thinking of bidding for Declan Rice. But now, with the fact that negotiations have have continued, and it seems as though the hundred million pounds, including add-ons. Uh, well, possibly over £100 million, including add-ons. We'll obviously see Declan Rice be the mo the highest, sorry, the most expensive Englishman over uh, Jack Grealish. And I mean, I think deservedly so. I think he's a fantastic player. You say that people get people are getting a, a kind of annoyed with the amount of that we're talking about Declan Rice, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not uh, annoyed with that at all. I think everyone in the chat as well, uh, especially Marcus, knows that I love Declan Rice and I want him out of Arsenal. But the fact that we seem to kind of be progressing on and on and on is definitely very, very positive. And now with the transfer window opening, um, that can only mean that things are going to be even more positive. They're going to even they're going to progress even more. And with the fact that we're closing in on an agreed fee, which is obviously um, closer to what West Ham were hoping for and um, to start off with, you can only kind of, you can only say that it is only going to be positive talks from here. And Arsenal, obviously, as I say, they didn't go straight away for that fee, but now they're starting to be like, okay, yeah, we will go a bit closer to that fee, whether they continue to kind of increase the fee that they're willing to pay for Declan Rice, it obviously remains to be seen. And I'm sure that we'll see that in the coming days with the transfer window now opening. But I'm sure a bid will come about very, very soon with it now being open. We'll hopefully see some kind of some 
something else happening, we'll we'll possibly see a bid kind of be projected over to West Ham, whether they agree or or decline it. That will mean that clogs that the cogs will start ticking and ticking and ticking, and things will start happening quicker and quicker. And Fabrizio Romano said in one of his podcasts that. He hopes that, well, for Arsenal fans, he hopes that this deal will be happening quickly. As you said, a lot of the time, um, prior to the transfer window opening, um, a lot of there's been a lot of kind of speculation about it, lots of talks happening uh, previously. And once again, that's another positive sign that we're going into the transfer window kind of geared and ready to make this bid we're we're trying to figure out what the best kind of bid is for Declan Rice and I think that is once again as I say very very positive that we're doing that I think that is well it seems like we're ready for to actually make that bid or at least do it very very soon that's what it seems like no absolutely you're right um I think that the big thing that Arsenal tried to avoid, and I wrote about this yesterday in a piece, is that they want to avoid a repeat of the Mihailo Mudrik situation where they bid and then they bid and then they bid and they just kept not back and not back and not back. And I think they'll probably do the same thing if they do move for Caicedo, which there's a good hope that, that indeed that will be the case is that they want to negotiate with the club. They want to find out what they're looking for. They want to negotiate with the team a price and then they'll bid. Then they'll put that bid in that they are, you know, relatively confident will be accepted. So that's why it gives me such confidence about this deal, because if Arsenal are going to bid for Declan Rice, you'd hope that the bid that they're going to put in, that's going to be an official bid to, to West Ham United, is a bid which matches the expectation of West Ham. Now, we're hearing, and we've heard different reports, obviously, around the fee. It seems that 92 million plus 10 million in add-ons is seemingly what the most likely figure is right now. Obviously, we'll get greater detail towards the conclusion of the deal and, and when it's confirmed, etc. if it's confirmed. But that obviously, as you mentioned, takes it beyond that £100 million that Man City play, uh, paid Aston Villa for Jack Grealish, making it a record deal for an Englishman, which is something that I was aware and was told a couple of weeks ago Arsenal wanted to avoid. Uh, they ideally wanted to avoid the Declan Rice deal turning into a triple-figure million-pound deal because of the expectation that adds on to Rice. But I think that they've recognised that to get the deal done for the player that they really want, they're going to have to go a little bit above and beyond perhaps what they were initially hoping they'd be able to do. I remember speaking, I think it was in January with, with you and Umar about this deal and saying, if Arsenal get this done for around 70 to 80 million pounds, I'll be over the moon. The reality obviously is that, that that can't happen and that West Ham United's position is strong. Their qualification for the Europa League next season means that, you know, obviously the interest from other clubs meant that they could, ask for a significant sum higher than that. So it seems that Arsenal are going to end up paying potentially over £100 million in total if all add-ons are achieved for Rice. You can imagine that some of those add-ons are the likes of winning the Premier League, you know, for instance. So yeah. it may not be that that deal goes over 100 We kind of hope that it does because those add-ons are going to be for things that would really benefit Arsenal. So we hope that's the case. And you know that if you win the Premier League or you finish high up the table or things like that, it's because Declan Rice has, has helped Arsenal towards those goals. So it's certainly going to be worth those add-ons being included. Um, he's also going to play in the Champions League next season, which is uh, our next topic of, uh, of discussion because Arsenal's popped for what they are going to be involved in after the completion 
of all of the tournaments uh, across the domestic leagues and the Champions League and all of these competitions has confirmed the full lineup for next season's competition. And Arsenal will be alongside Manchester United in pot two of the competition. Inter Milan and Real Madrid uh, will also be in that pot, as well as Borussia Dortmund, of course, who missed out on the Bundesliga title on the final day with their disappointing game against Mainz. Atletico Madrid are going to be in there, as well as RB Leipzig and Porto also going to be in that group. So even though they've got some very big teams that they won't have to play in the group stage, of course, group, uh, or rather pot one, uh, does contain plenty of big sides. Manchester City, of course, winners of the Premier League and the Champions League, but Arsenal won't be able to face them in the groups because they're another English side. They'll be alongside the group, uh, rather the, the competition winners of the Europa League being Sevilla, and they're going to be joined by Bayern Munich champions of the Bundesliga, Barcelona champions of La Liga, Napoli, the champions of Serie A, PSG, the champions of Liga, Benfica and Feyenoord, the champions of Portugal and the Netherlands era, respectively. So that's kind of the big groups. Then you move down to pot three, in which we have Shakhtar Donetsk, Red Bull Salzburg, AC Milan, Lazio, Red Star Belgrade um, in there. And also we've got pot four, which includes the likes of Celtic, Union Berlin, Lens or Lens. And Newcastle, of course, as well, who are back in the Champions League after a very long absence themselves. In terms of kind of a worst-case scenario, Charlie, I'm looking at those groups and I'm thinking, well, from pot one, obviously you want to try and avoid probably Bayern Munich uh, of all the teams that are in that group. And then in pot three, uh, you're probably looking to avoid uh, AC Milan, potentially. Maybe even Red Bull Salzburg have been very good. Lazio had a really good season as well last season. And in pot four, you probably want to try and avoid someone like Union Berlin, who've been very good in the Bundesliga. Lenz, of course, came second to PSG in Liga. Um, but then there are some other teams in those groups. Feyenoord from pot one would be a great draw for Arsenal. You'd hope if they got pot one uh, final, they'd be able to win that group. So there are some teams in those groups that are favourable. But are you excited to be back in the Champions League, I suppose, is the main question. One million percent. I think every single Arsenal fan and everyone in the club has has been waiting for for the return to the Champions League. I think I've said over the last few uh, agendas that it has been six, seven years since we've been in the Champions League. And it's been a long, long wait for us. I think the heartbreak from last season, just coming up short to fourth place and now obviously cemented our place uh, with finishing second, I think. Obviously, it's a step up and now that we're in the Champions League, the fact that we've taken a massive step anyway in terms of quality and the way forward as a club, I think now it's really getting to... I'm getting more and more excited. I'm getting quite confident in uh, when we when we will eventually come up to the group stages. Even if we come up against the likes of Bayern Munich, et cetera, et cetera, the, what you said is the worst-case scenario... I think all of those teams are beatable. I think Bayern Munich, we know that they actually quite, they struggled quite a bit in the Bundesliga. They only just, just were able to finish in the mm. top spot in the Bundesliga uh, to Borussia Dortmund. I think they drew in the end, Borussia Dortmund. It was like 2-2 with uh, Haller missing a penalty as well at the, towards the start of the game. And Musiala scoring a really, really good goal toward, I think it, I think it might have even been in stoppage time. Uh, to win the game and obviously win the win the Bundesliga, but I think that with the struggles of uh, Bayern Munich in this Premier League uh, Bundesliga season, sorry, um, mm. I think that they can still they can still be beaten. They're a team that can be beaten, and with Arsenal, with the way that we've played th- this past season, and we're only going to improve next season and this transfer window. 
with the likes of Declan Rice, maybe Moises Caicedo, you never know, Cancelo, maybe even Gundogan, et cetera, et cetera. The fact that we're able to improve on the, on this team that we've got at the moment, which has been outstanding and has produced the most incredible and exciting season that we've seen for however many years. Now that we're kind of getting into that Champions League kind of stage, well, we eventually will, sorry, and we will improve on that. It's very exciting. And I keep on using the word exciting over the past, however many uh, agendas that we've done when we're talking about transfers, we're talking about what is to come. But that is because it is very, it is a very, very exciting time to be an Arsenal fan. And yes, I know that we dropped off towards the end of last season, but I think but with the way that we dropped off last season and the improvements that we're going to make this transfer window, I think we're going to have a massive, massive bounce back. And I think that will go into the Champions League. Uh, obviously, you say with the with the likes of, I've got it here, with pot, even in pot two with AC Milan, they're definitely a team that can be beaten. Uh, I think, did Chelsea beat them uh, last season in the Champions League in the group stage? I, I mm. think they might have. I think it might have been like 1-0 yeah, so. or something like that. So if Chelsea are able to beat that team, why can't we? If you know what I mean. So... Even worst case scenarios, yes, it might be a bit more of a struggle for Arsenal, but with the team that we've seen over the last season and what we'll hopefully see in the season to come, we can only imagine that we'll really, really give these teams a go. And I think I'd be surprised if we if we don't actually go through the group stage, even in the worst case scenarios, because we are a team that should be competing up there. I'm not saying that we that we're definitely going to win the Champions League and we're the best team in it. I'm not saying that at all. But the fact that we're going to improve on last season, a fantastic season of that, it's only going to get better from there. And a group stage, hopefully we'll be able to get through that. And then hopefully we'll, we won't uh, crash out of it like we have done previously, losing 10 to on aggregate to Bayern Munich. I doubt that is going to happen with the mentality that we've got in the team, with what Arteta's kind of implemented into the club. Just the whole club in itself feels different to what it did previously when we were in the Champions League. I know that we've gone through a lot since then, but the feel of it feels different to me. I know that we haven't been in the Champions League for a while, but... It almost seems like yes, we might not we might not have actually been there, but I feel like we're gonna give it a real. Obviously, we're gonna give it a real good go. But you know, what I mean, we're actually. I feel like we're gonna push teams to their limit, really good teams to their limit. I feel like we really are. Whether we win it or not, obviously, is a completely different conversation. But I feel like we really are gonna push teams to their limit. The the and the better teams of that. Mm, sorry, you cut out there at the second. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was just no, you're fine. I don't know if it was on my end or yours. You cut out at the end for me, but I'm hoping it was it was it was rather on my end. Some people heard what yeah at the end of what you said, but no. The Champions League is without a doubt the, the pinnacle obviously of, of club football in terms of uh, a competition on a on a global stage. And it is global because of course that sends you into the, the Club World Cup if you win it, and that's what Man City will be involved in next season, which is also an interesting point. They're gonna have those additional fixtures to play over the, the Christmas period after they've won the Champions League. And it's also Arsenal. It's important that Arsenal are in this going into the next couple of years because obviously the Champions League is going through a, a change in the next couple of years. It's going to be changing into that round robin system, um, a different style of competition. And Arsenal, despite what people may think or their frustrations about the tournament changing, you know, I know people don't necessarily like change, but 
you know, the, the Champions League has only been around since the early 1990s. It was the European Cup before then, and the format changed then, and we're all very enamoured with it right now. So I think that we need to make sure that we're involved in it, and Arsenal being involved in this season ahead of potentially, ahead of schedule, some might consider, you know, what we've done from last season. So let's see where we go. Let's see what happens in the competition. We do know that we're going to have to add strength in depth to be able to better compete across both European and domestic competitions for the following campaign. But I'm really confident with the players that we're being linked with, you know, and, and hopeful, of course, that we see some uh, signings made very soon indeed. Uh, looking into the chat box, uh, Kwande says, I've heard some links with an exciting kid called Arg- Ardagula. Uh, I urge Arsenal to get that kid, obviously, after all the important bids for the likes of Rice, I assume he means. And he's asking there, is there any links to Ardagula and are they true? Uh, from my perspective, uh, I have heard of interest from Arsenal. You know, it's been there for a while. It's not just emerging now. Arsenal's interest in scouting of the player has existed for quite some time. Um, I think he even visited London uh, relatively recently as well. I'm not sure if that was specifically to do with uh, Arsenal in particular, but I did hear that he, he did visit London uh, in a footballing capacity. So I, I'm not sure how expectant we are that Arsenal will make a move but for a 17.5 million euro release clause for one of the most talented youngsters it seems in Europe I'm sure that somebody is going to snap up the player I think that clause was activated because he played enough games for Fenerbahce last season um, so let's see maybe they made a bit of a mistake by doing that because it's opened up the opportunity for them losing him for a, a relatively low fee I mean 15 million pounds or so is, is low for you know an 18 year old starlet where some teams would be asking for upwards of 30 so maybe it's one to keep an eye on um, but at the moment nothing moving uh, as far as I'm aware at the moment on the Arsenal side of things but certainly interest is is real in the player uh, we are going to end the show there we've got a very busy morning look out this early this afternoon for an exclusive interview on London that will be coming out look forward to showing you guys that uh and charlie thank you as always mate for your time uh thank you for having me and thank you for actually jumping on when you're in the office uh in different kind of circumstances right. and thank you for everyone watching as well absolutely uh thank you for uh, setting everything up as always and hopefully the audio and that has all been good and clear enough so you can hear and uh and yeah enjoy the show as, as best you can but thank you everybody for listening drop a like on the video of course before you leave very much appreciate all the support that you give the channel we're closing in now on kind of madly 80,000 subscribers um, we're less just over two and a half thousand away from that goal so help us out if you're not subscribed already make sure that you do to keep up to date with Arsenal across the summer transfer window and beyond see you soon have a great day and as always keep following us down the Arsenal way Whoa!